Hello, welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusterman, and welcome to the show. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a special guest this week, Justin Gracie. Woo! <laughs> um, Justin, thanks for jumping on. I'm excited to meet you and talk to you, all that good stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I love uh, you know joining any of these partner podcasts. Any partner of HubSpot is someone that I love working with, so thanks for, for having sure. me. sure. Yeah. Um, so to jump in a little bit, Justin, you are the principal marketing manager, uh, partner GTM and product enablement, um, at HubSpot. That's kind of your full, full title. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Cause it's a, it's kind of a mouthful. Yeah, no, I always have to explain it to even, uh, my coworkers at HubSpot sometimes, but, uh, yeah, my role is pretty unique. It's kind of a hybrid role where I, really focus closely on HubSpot's product, but I sit on the partner uh, team as well. So really I'm trying to translate um, our product for partners and how do we bring our products to market um, with new launches, new releases, uh, through our partners or with our partners. Um, so you know, I cover everything from enabling our partners, building out campaigns with our partners, uh, and making sure that they understand our product. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So it, it's cool that you get to sit on both teams to get a little bit of everything in that role. And you've been at HubSpot for four years now, right? Yep. Four years now. Cool. Um, and I found that on your LinkedIn. And while I was on your LinkedIn, your kind of header image is you with like your arms wide open in front of a beautiful lake and like a mountain. Um, where was that picture taken? Yeah. No, I'm glad you actually brought that up because uh, I sometimes don't always think to like look back on that memory but uh yeah no that's actually a glacier in the back um and that was taken when i went backpacking down in patagonia in south america um wow. which was uh pre-pandemic so uh probably around like five six-ish years ago um but yeah it was an amazing trip did seven days backpacking and um i would highly recommend it to anyone that wants to go down there yeah, it sounds like a really fun trip, though. So um, I'm glad I found it on your LinkedIn and we got to talk about it. But that's not why we're here today, unfortunately. We are here to answer the question of the day, which is what were the top new HubSpot products in 2022? So full disclosure, I really wanted to ask you about HubSpot products for 2023. But since those aren't all out yet, um, they're a little secretive still. So let's look back at 2022. Can you tell us what some of the most popular products were to come out of HubSpot in 2022, whether they were integrations, they were updates to existing products, brand new tools within the, the software. Um, what, what did you see being on that product team? Yeah. Um, and I wish I could share more for what's forward looking, but uh, our um, legal team would not be happy with that. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, last year was a huge year for HubSpot on the product side. Um, you know, usually for HubSpot, our big moment of the year is our inbound conference, uh, which I know you and the team attend every year. Uh, and that's really where we bring a lot of products to market. Uh, we make the big announcement. So there was a lot at inbound that I think was eye-catching and um, said a lot for where the platform has come or how far it's come. So there was a lot of talk around data quality uh, with HubSpot. So you saw like data quality automation uh, improvements in Operations Hub. We had uh, the Data Quality Command Center, uh, which is a really cool um, release that we had. So basically the way I think about that is 
as customers are integrating, you know, apps with our the HubSpot platform, or they are um, importing um, CRM data and things like that. All of these different tools that they're integrating and all of this data that they have, uh, it's hard to manage, right? And um, if you had to figure out, like, is the one of my integrations still syncing right? Is there an issue with it? Is the data being passed back and forth correctly? That could be kind of a nightmare when you have, you know, a large tech stack uh, or you have a lot of data. So what the Data Quality Command Center is, it's like literally what it sounds like, a centralized command center where you can go and get a quick snapshot into like the health of your data um, and understand and like you'll be able to see red flags on, you know, which syncs are or integrations are out of sync, um, where you need to go in and fix some data. So that was an exciting release. The team was really excited about that one. Um, and that also folded in well to that like data story that we were telling at Inbound, uh, which Yamini, our CEO, had that keynote about the crisis of disconnection and all this bad data that companies are drowning in right now. So that was a big moment, I think, for HubSpot uh, to try to solve for, for our customers this year or for last year. Yeah, I mean, I remember being at Inbound and hearing about that. I've been calling it data cleanliness. I don't know if that's the right term, but um, right after inbound, I was like, I have so many clients with like a God awful amount of information, you know, um, and data in their HubSpot. And like, this would be so useful to help them keep that clean. And just, I heard so frequently of, oh, well, I can't trust my data because it's not clean. And I think that product um, and that really addresses a lot of those pain points that users were having. So we were excited about it too. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it, the data quality issue is something that every company, I think, faces. Um, so even when you think you're doing it well, there's still it's still not perfect. Uh, and there's so much data coming in and out these days with the, the pace of the world. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we could get that out there. Um, Another one that was really exciting that came out at Inbound was our um, custom object builder. So this really fits well into HubSpot's mission of like having an easy to use platform for everyday users, but it's still like deeply powerful. Um, so must've been like maybe two years ago now, we released um, custom objects in Sales Hub Enterprise which was a huge advancement uh, for being able to represent your business the way you want it to uh, and not being restricted just to the, you know, the standard objects that were in our CRM. But the trouble with that is that um, custom objects require development and uh, back-end work and things that are certainly over my head uh, as a marketer. Uh, so the custom object builder brings in that like ease of use where you can quickly spin up custom objects without uh, as much of the legwork. Um, so, again, balancing power with ease um, is another big one. And then the last one I wanted to just call out, this one I get excited about, but is um, our HubSpot payments uh, product. So um, I don't know what the chat's been like over at uh, Evenbound, but this whole push towards commerce data coming into the CRM, like that's something I see as one of the next big frontiers um, for companies is you know, today, the majority of companies have their commerce data siloed outside of their CRM, meaning that your like front office teams, your sales reps, your marketers, your service reps can't leverage that data in any meaningful way. They have to go dig it up and try to you know, make the connections with the customer data. 
Um, so HubSpot is really hyper-focused on this whole commerce-powered CRM story, and HubSpot Payments is a awesome release. Right now it's only available in the U.S., but hopefully we'll have it um, expanded you know, shortly in the future. Um, but yeah, with HubSpot Payments, there's two really emotions to that. There's the rep-assisted sale where you could like create like a, a payment link and put it onto your quote and then send that out to the customer prospect or customer who then doesn't need to like sign a, like a form, send it back to you and have all this back and forth. Like they can literally just pay for the product on the spot and it can speed up that sale. Um, or the other approach is like touchless buying, uh, which we're really bullish on where you can have like a buy now link on your website. So it, especially, you know, for you all at, um, even bound being like a services business, um, if you're offering like workshops that are paid or consulting hours, like those are perfect fits for HubSpot payment touchless links where you can offer those, you know, an hour workshop on your website and like productize it uh, and, and customers can come on and just purchase it on the spot. Yeah, I remember leaving inbound and we were all really excited about that too. Like that was another one that got us all talking and like, oh, like this client could use this or um, we could use it in this way. So uh, I, I think those were some three like great updates that we saw in 2023, like you said. So I'm glad you brought those up to kind of wrap us up for today. Um, I wanted to ask who, like if we could break it down by each or just in general, who would be a good fit? I mean, could any, do you see potential and like growth for everyone to use this or different industries benefit more than others? Would you say with these updates? Yeah, I think when it comes to uh, you know, custom object builder, data quality, command center, and things like that. Like, those are really what I would look at as like platform features where like any customer could benefit from those products. Um, when it comes to, and especially if you're dealing like with like terrible data, like which most, most of us are, um, like that's a great option there. Uh, for HubSpot payments in particular, right now the best fit for that is like, more so on the small business side. So like think about like the the solopreneur, like the one to 25 employee businesses um, is really like the sweet spot, but we're looking to continue to move uh, up in like the, the organizational size there, um, which we're making a lot of improvements in that product that are starting to push it further above the 25 employee um, range. And uh, like I mentioned, like, a services business uh, like an agency or um, really anyone that's offering uh, like services online, like consulting services, workshops, um, things like that are like a perfect fit for it. Um, or if you have like an LMS and you're like, uh, like masterclass for an example, um, like where you can go on, purchase masterclass, and then you get access to all these courses. Like that, that's like another example where like HubSpot payments could come into play. Yeah, I, I think those are great examples. And is there anywhere if someone was like, oh yeah, like this um, this HubSpot payments, where do I learn more about that? That is there like a, a blog or an article? I'm happy to link it in our show notes, but anywhere you could direct those people. Yeah, um, so I believe there's a HubSpot Payments Academy course, uh, and it's a pretty quick hit. Like, you can get through it, uh, I think, in under 20 minutes. Uh, I took it. It was a great run-through of the product. Um, we've got – there's definitely some blogs out there that are helpful for both the data quality stuff um, as well as 
payments. Um, so yeah, I think between the blogs and an academy, there's some some great spots to learn. Cool. That's awesome that um, HubSpot already has uh, courses up on something like that already. So I'll definitely have to check that one out for sure. Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, well, I think this wraps up uh, this episode really nicely. So um, Justin, thanks so much for being on again. We'll have you on the next episode where we're going to talk about sales and marketing alignment. So excited for that one too. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you all for spending a few minutes with us. Feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple podcast and Spotify, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.